The following podcast contains explicit language. Hi, and welcome to this episode of The Break Room, a podcast put on by The Bruin Review, where we aim to inspire discourse and talk about the hard issues going on around UCLA. You can find us at thebruinreview.com, on Facebook at The Bruin Review, and if you want some quality meme content, look us up on Instagram at Bruin Review Memes. So, hi, I'm Allie. Can you guys tell me a little bit about yourselves? Uh, maybe what's your major, what year you are, and how you're involved with the comedy club? Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, um, I'm Carl Hatch. <laughs> I'm a fourth-year English major and math minor at UCLA. Um, and I started doing comedy my sophomore year here, or I guess second year here of college. Um, but I actually did my first open mic in my hometown of Long Beach, California. Uh, and I'm Michael. I'm a third year. I'm a cognitive science major. Uh, I started doing comedy right when I got to UCLA. I, I joined uh, Shenanigans Comedy Club, which is a big one on campus, and I did stand up with them. Carl's in the club too. Yes. Cool. Yeah. What are some of your comedy inspirations? Like, who's your favorite comedian? Uh, my favorite comedian is Norm Macdonald. He used to do the. Uh, Weekend update on SNL until he get fired for doing OJ jokes. Mm. But he's like my favorite comedian. <laughs> uh, I like Norm Macdonald a lot too. I really like Hannibal Burris and some other guys. Cool. Um, getting into some heavier stuff. Today, a lot of what people say is scrutinized more than ever before. So what is your stance on what should be joked about? What's off limits is anything off limits uh yeah i was thinking about this i would i would say that that there's very little or or nothing that is strictly definitely always off limits it's uh it's really about who the comedian is if we're talking about stand up that's um uh telling the jokes the person coming up with the things and delivering it to the audience they're like uh, a concept we talk about is persona or their point of view. Yeah, who they are, um, their background, and then what kind of jokes Yeah, acceptable I, for different audiences. Um, there's this like term, I guess, that applies to comedy. It's like a punching up or punching down. Mm. So like if you're within, like if you're speaking within the realm of like a controversial topic, then you want to be like making fun of the group that is like oppressing as opposed to like the victims in that situation yeah so um you always want to be um punching up on like the the higher power or whatever um and then i also think that um personal attacks aren't like something that belong in comedy like attacking like an individual Mm -hmm. or um like i've always found those like to not work as not only do they not work as well but they're just like feelings can get hurt so i think that like personal attacks are pretty off limits what about in politics because that comes up a lot i'm thinking back to snl a lot of their content (laughs) is based on personal jokes about politicians which politicians look weird right 
Uh, yeah, it, I think it comes down to um, how the audience receives it, how they react. Uh, is really the thing that politicians and and celebrities to a certain extent are just such, such like public figures. Yeah, that they they um that they they put themselves at a certain risk of being targeted. Yeah, that's kind of so, like when you become a politician, you assume that you're gonna be very much scrutinized and in the spotlight. So in that right. sense, it's kind of like a social contract they enter into. And then. Um... I feel like when you attack politicians, like a lot of times you're attacking like their views and stuff. But I guess there are like things like when you attack or, a politician's appearance. But I still think that like the general general public would like not accept if you were, like attack a politician's like family or something. Like right. that would just kind of be <laughs> uh, not acceptable. So um, they, I feel like there's just general like forward facing things that are. Um, available to joke at um but i I couldn't necessarily like give you an exact list of what those are what do you think it is what are some qualifications for what you think makes a joke controversial or offensive Hmm. yeah it's tough it's very situational like we were saying it depends on who's saying the controversial joke um some jokes said by someone can be controversial but not like offensive or as bad or if they said by someone else yeah yeah like a lot of tone like you can tell if like a comedian Mm. like really like means it and it's like they have an agenda that they're saying something controversial or if they're just like making fun of the fact that someone somewhere could like have that thought i guess yeah a lot of it's about like character on stage and presentation and it's like is this really the way this guy thinks or is he kind of parodying satirizing people that think this way i usually think of like jokes being like controversial or offensive like if they're like attack yeah like attacking like a certain group and if it like puts their like safety at risk like if you're gonna make like a joke about sexual assault victims and then that like perpetuated like maltreatment toward them or like the ability of like other people like make fun of them yeah dismiss their experiences yeah yeah, dismiss their experiences then that would be like a controversial so do you think it's controversial if it has like quantifiable reactions or is it enough that like feelings might be hurt or people might be personally offended even if they aren't like physically or socially harmed Hmm. uh that's more of a difficult line to draw um, I think a lot of comedy is gonna offend people somewhere, maybe. Yeah. And I think that, um, yeah, maybe you have to look at your audience and, and figure out, well, I'm telling jokes for these people. Yeah. But then there's always, like, the issue of, like, maybe, like, there's the one person in the crowd who, like, relays the fact that you did this mm. offensive joke and then someone will get offended. Or, like, um, out of context. Yeah, I think in terms of, like, feelings getting hurt, like, the difference between, like, making someone, like, experience, like, trauma again versus, like, just, like, making them uncomfortable and, like, having, like, a different viewpoint. Mm -hmm. Like, if there's, like, a definitive reaction that goes beyond just, like, something being against their norm, then, yeah, I think that's something that would need to be addressed. Part part of comedy... 
like historical historically is kind of that it's like boundary pushing that it's supposed to challenge people's views or make them uncomfortable but i think most of what comedy should do is make people laugh yeah (laughs) yeah having any other goals might be kind of silly or dangerous yeah unnecessary so on the topic still of controversial jokes yeah do you think that like celebrity comedians or even just run-of-the-mill comedians should apologize for past jokes that are now deemed offensive but maybe weren't at the time that they said them interesting um i'm like thinking of like has anyone watched, done like, that george carlin or like um i mean i don't know if you would like necessarily have to apologize for it i think that you understand that that people's that the general population and the way we think about things changes and you don't necessarily need to apologize all the time but you can just demonstrate that you understand yeah going forward i think if you like maybe like recognize it i don't even know if that would have to be like explicit or implicit but i mean you could respond to it by like not doing the joke anymore i feel like that would be like recognition that you don't think that this is okay right um but in terms of like publicly like apologizing, um, I'm not. I feel like I haven't really like. I feel like all my comedy has like been very contemporary, so it's like not something that I've necessarily thought about. I'm thinking of like more severe cases, like James Gunn said some Ooh. ostensibly very gross things on Twitter, almost like ten years ago, and then he those were dragged back up and then he was fired from the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I, I'm not, like, familiar with that. Um, do you know what, like... He was saying, um... He was making to... some, like, sexual comments, sexual jokes about, I think, underage boys. And it was very much not acceptable. And I don't think yeah. anybody argues about whether or not those were okay things to say. Like, right. pretty much across the board, everyone agrees they weren't. But the question is, should he be punished for it now, or is it enough for him to, like, not uh, say stuff like that anymore? Oh, okay. Hmm. So I guess I'm kind of confused. So I was thinking, like, there are, like, jokes that were, like, okay to say at a certain time. Yeah. That or like Or, like, now, more socially acceptable, or at least or, more widespread. Yeah, that yeah. are now, like, not acceptable? Or are these things that, like, were never acceptable that have only just been recently, like, unearthed? I think it's both. Oh. Both, absolutely. Oh, well, if it, like, even has anything to do with the latter, then I feel like people should be, like, held accountable. If it, like, wasn't acceptable then, then it's, like, not okay. acceptable now. Definitely, yeah. And and uh, even if you understand that people change, their opinions change, people are stupid and make mistakes, people are ignorant and don't know what they're talking about, uh, then, yeah, an, a, an apology, a direct acknowledgement of... I was wrong, I messed up, I'm different yeah. now, Is would be important. Yeah. yeah. If we're extending this, like, forgiveness to comedians who may have said a joke that would no longer land as politically right. correct, should we be extending that same sort of allowance to people who are making those jokes now? Be like, oh, well, they'll learn from it. Or should we be, like, putting our foot down and being like, hey, that's not an okay thing to say? Um... So are you saying, like, people who make, like, jokes now that, like, are just offensive, or... That some people might find offensive. Oh. Uh, I think with anything, there's a line. I think if the line, if it is, um, 
I think that if you hear a joke you don't like or a comedian who's routinely offensive to you, you don't support him. You don't go to his shows. You don't tell people about him or you, or you tell people not to watch him because he's offensive. Yeah. yeah, he's just a bad comedian. And that's the way that that kind of spreads. And yeah, we change. I mean, I'm trying to like think of like comedians that are like routinely like offensive and then like actually get laughs. Yeah. Like sometimes I feel like if people are like getting laughs, then like they might not be like totally offensive. Because I don't know the specifics of the James Gunn thing, but you know, if I probably read it, I don't think I'd laugh. Yeah. Same here. Um, but, um, yeah, it, I think it just depends on if it, like, puts someone's, like, safety on the line or, like, their um, personal well-being, then, yeah, that might be over the line. But if it's just challenging, like, a viewpoint, then um, I feel like you can just, like, accept it and maybe, like, not... Su- you can even be vocal about not supporting the comedian, but to, like have a movement to like censor the person if all they're saying is something that like disrupts your personal view then and if it's like offensive or stupid or a misjudgment then i think that uh i don't think people will will laugh i don't think they'll get good response and they'll either change or fall into obscurity and yeah either way it's good for the scene people like their comedians to be likable for the most part I don't really like the dudes who, like, go out of their way. Especially, like, whenever we've had, like, someone who tries to be, like, edgy and, like, crossing the border at, like, a shenanigans show, they always flop. They do kind of flop. And a lot of that, I think, is, like, our environment. L.A. campus. Um... Yeah. So that kind of puts the responsibility on the audience. It definitely is. Yeah, uh, uh, to some extent, comedy is very much an interaction between comic and audience and jokes that will land and do well some places won't yeah. land and and not just because of different experiences but also different opinions about what's right and what's pc yeah yeah then if you're like the comedian who just like is going from bar to bar catering to the sad drunk drunk men. dudes at the <laughs> in the bar you probably won't get big so it's i guess true. there's like a little bit of justice in that so i i think that just popularity and what we like does a really good job of monitoring things i doubt james gunn got a lot of retweets on those yeah back then so branching out from that a little bit still kind of similar theme yeah is should there be a rule about making a joke about an event that's like recently happened like how soon is too soon to joke about something hmm Give me an example of an event, and I'll try and make a joke about it, and then if you guys all laugh, then it's cool. And we'll go to the calendar, and we'll move backwards. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think that a joke that's offensive today is offensive three weeks from now. Um, I think that uh, some of them are, like, lighter or get better reactions just because time and distance and difference, but um, I don't think at their core... There's the time is that important a factor other than the people's comfort. Yeah, I'm trying. I mean, like on the internet, there's just hella nine eleven memes. Like Bush did nine eleven. Yeah, I don't know if I like 
Well, I don't really find like memes that funny normally. <laughs> Some of them surprise me when it's like a ridiculous context yeah. to bring up nine eleven. It gets a laugh from me. Um, and I think that kind of irony, yeah. like, man, this is stupid to joke about, can kind of avoid being offensive. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know, I feel like when there's a national tragedy, there usually, like, becomes enough, like, other crazy, like, conspiracy <laughs> shit, like, surrounding it that you can make jokes, like, about that, but... Yeah, it's also, it's how closely the the jokes are related to the thing, or if they're about something else, kind of Yeah, because, like, the, the whole Bush did 9-11 meme or whatever is, like, related to all the conspiracy theories mm-hmm. that people... Which made, are pretty funny. Which, like, <laughs> I guess is, like, far enough removed from, like, the actual tragedy of, like, someone dying. That it, yeah, that it might be less offensive. Yeah, I feel like a lot of, like, internet humor is, like, very, like, protected behind a screen. Like, you're behind the screen and you're, like... Anonymity. Making... Yeah, and, but... Also not having the immediate consequence of an audience going... Ugh. Yeah, you can, like, sit with people. Like, I don't think I'd go on stage like, make genocide jokes or whatever. And I don't even think I'd do it from behind a computer screen. But I'd get that there are people who would would feel like they can yeah yeah carl and i have been doing stand-up comedy to audiences usually and you if a joke doesn't land or a joke offends the room you feel that you feel that immediately and you don't want to do it i felt it i felt it yesterday yeah (laughs) 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 yeah so some people would also argue that comedy helps someone get over tragedy. Hmm. So how do you think that plays into it? Because that complicates everything a bit again. Yeah. I think that comedy is a really powerful tool for processing and understanding things. I think it's also a really powerful way to demean and, and take away the significance or importance of something. And in that, in that way, it's it's helpful, but also can be dangerous. Yeah, like... I mean, there's, like, jokes that, like, make you feel better, but I don't think of, like, jokes, like, surrounding, like, about a tragedy that then, like, make you feel better. Like, when you make, when you're at, like, a funeral or whatever, and you, like, make, not you don't make jokes, but, but like, you maybe recall, like, a funny moment in that person's life or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Um, like, kind of a, a happy, appreciative. Yeah, I feel like those, yeah, appreciative. Those are, like, the good jokes. But if you're like, uh, he got hit by a bus, ha ha ha. That's stupid. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So it's more about humor than, like, curated comedy. Yeah, like, I think you shouldn't go at it with a, like, intent, like, uh, tragedy? I'm gonna make a joke out of this <laughs> right now. Like, you, you kind of just have to, like, dance around the topic until you, like, find something that's, like, inoffensive and also funny yeah you kind of discuss it obliquely yeah talk around it so coming down to the end of things what do you think the future of comedy will look like are we going to continue on this path of um directing people towards political correctness by appreciating jokes that aren't offensive and canceling people who do (laughs) say offensive things how Uh, do you think that's going to shake out i think that it's 
it's very likely to continue just like that. People, um, the internet's making us more connected. You get your, some responses and reactions. It's harder to say stuff and be wrong and not know that you were. Yeah. And in that way, people aren't going to want to, people are just going to be less successful if they're offensive and therefore you're going to change their act or fall away. Yeah. Um, I, I go, I go on Reddit, okay? <laughs> um, there's, like, a stand-up thing. And it's, like, kind of funny because, like, there'll be, like, some no-name comedian that no one will, like, care about. And then some Reddit will just be like, oh, this comedian did, like, this joke at, like, a road bar in Wyoming. And just be, like, all riled up over it and be like, everyone needs to, like, dox this person. Because, <laughs> like, he's just, or they're just being, like, offensive or whatever. So... You just have to be like more careful about what you say. I yeah, it's kind of good though because it makes for like smarter comedy, more intentional, more thought behind. It. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah, more thought. Because I feel like comedy as a whole, like, was when it started, is probably probably like not very like family friendly or like very public facing. It's always like in a dark room, usually like with alcohol. So I think it's pretty blue, and it was pretty like to your friends. Yeah. So now is it like gains more of a national there's like comedy specials on Netflix. I feel like it's forcing comedians to be like smarter and like more nuanced when hmm. dealing with the more difficult subjects. Forcing but also encouraging. Yeah, I yeah. Say. I think it's this is how you get more success. I think comedy will be better. I like look at old specials and I'm just like not I've tried watching like <laughs> Richard Pryor and like George Carlin and they like try and like be these offensive truth tellers and like mm. I don't I'm not really into it so Bill Hicks is another one yeah I think I like like newer comedians too I agree comedy's getting better and I think that PC culture is probably movement for better comedy yeah I think like the comedians that you don't hear controversy about are, like, usually the decent ones. Yeah. <laughs> so. Unless it's something that's totally unrelated to their comedy. Yeah. So, in closing, how would you say that we can make comedy better for comics in the audience? Continue hmm. on the path that we're on with making things PC? Yeah. Huh. I'm trying to think. Yesterday, they, like, there was, like, a small show... I didn't do, I did, like, a comedy performance, and, like, I had to su submit, like, my, um... Like a script, right? Yeah, my script before going on stage, and they had to, like, look at it. Um, mine was approved, but then this other guy who performed, he was, like, vetted. Right, he had jokes that were censored. Yeah. That was very strange. Um, I think just in, in terms of improving comedy... I think it's, like, the comedian's, like, responsibility to, like, accept, like, the audience feedback. Like, if people, like, say it's offensive or, like, they don't laugh, the comedian needs to be like, okay, I'm being offensive and not funny. Mm -hmm. I think the process is pretty natural. And I think that, um, yeah, it'll continue happening. I, another thing we didn't really touch on, I think a good concept is that um, you can get an, a reaction from an audience with an offensive joke. Like, just something that's really shocking. Yeah. But the bar is kind of... It needs to be significantly funnier than it is shocking. Yeah. If a really funny joke is a little offensive, 
it'll probably it, it's just gonna get a better response and it's yeah than one that is the same amount of offensive but like not a good joke yeah and i'm trying to think of like if the audience has any duties in response to like offensive jokes it's gonna react naturally and just be aware yeah. and socially conscious I individuals like they shouldn't like attack Maybe if, like, a comedian, like, wishes, like, harm on someone or, like, does some crazy bit about, like, his, like an ex-girlfriend. I, like, normally think of male about their ex or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know. They're usually the ones causing trouble. Yeah, hard to, hard to think of an um, <laughs> offensive female comic. Um, what do they have, have to do? The audience. Just, like, don't, like, attack. But... They're definitely, like, welcome and, like, state their opinion on a joke. But to, like, call for, like, the outright, like, career removal. Like, bringing more attention than really needs to be done to a comic that's, like, probably just not going to be successful anyway. Yeah. I feel like that's, like, just not worth anyone's time. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Not a terrible thing to do, but just a like, waste. Half of comics are just, like, dudes working jobs that they don't want to be working <laughs> and they have to like drive so much <laughs> so. They're, the system's gonna take care of them yeah right? yeah they'll just like be phased out <laughs> naturally so yeah yeah well that's all i've got for you today what, what was the name of this podcast yeah, it's where, the break room where are the we? break room okay. by the bruin review oh nice. um, do you guys want to plug your social media for shenanigans when you guys meet yeah if you guys are um oh yeah oh right carl so carl and i do a do a a comedy show on ucla radio where we talk about uh some stuff like this we we get really into the nitty gritty of analyzing jokes and factor we do consider but uh is is what's offensive and what's gonna uh upset people and where that line is between definitely comes up yeah certainly and then shanigan's comedy club is at ucla comedy on instagram and uh yeah shenanigans comedy club on facebook and that's you have information about all our shows we do stand-up sketch improv digital is coming up and yeah we like to collaborate put on good shows for ucla and there's always something going on and uh you know i won't plug it but try and find me on instagram (laughs) try to find me um (laughs) where's waldo yeah yeah and also Oh, concierge, the budding musical duo oh, I yeah. have with my good friend and also left hand man, Max Flora. That was me <laughs> dapping him up right there. <laughs> and so. uh uh Carl and my show is called Open Mic Stakes. It's yeah. on UCLA Radio Tuesdays at nine PM. Along with other comedy shows at the nine PM slot throughout the week. Hell yeah. So yeah. Great. Well, thank you guys so much yeah, for being welcome. on. Yeah, of course. And yeah, best of luck. Thank <laughs> you. Go through and review. Go through. <laughs> <laughs>